Today on Podcast by the Bay, current Daly City Mayor Jessalyn Monalo. You know, Daly City is is not is not only the gateway, but a place where people realize uh, is is a beautiful community filled with, uh, you know, where families are and filled with diversity, and and not necessarily just a gateway. Discussing her vision for Daly City and the future to come affordable housing opportunities, whether it is below market rate uh, rental or, you know, recently we joined the HEART program and if it's, you know, finding access for um, individuals or families to get loans to purchase homes, you know, I think it's actually a, we have to look at all the avenues, um, especially during this time where a lot of people are just grasping to find uh, places to live that are affordable. All coming up on today's episode of Podcast by the Bay. Stay tuned. Podcast by the Bay is brought to you by Highway Soul Productions. Check us out at highwaysoul.com and in conjunction with Liberty Realty. Liberty Realty, serving the peninsula and surrounding areas since 1986 for all your real estate needs. www.liberty-realty.com Remember to subscribe and download our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. You can contact Podcast by the Bay by their email at podcastbythebay at gmail.com. And now, another podcast by the Bay. Okay, welcome to Podcast by the Bay. This is Andre. And this is Patrick. And welcome to another rendition of Podcast by the Bay. We're happy to have you joining us. We're happy to have you here with us. And we have a special treat today because both Patrick and myself, we actually have some history in one of the cities in the, on the peninsula, and that's in Daly City. Patrick, uh, I actually uh, went to a school there, Westlake School in Benjamin Franklin. And Patrick, I understand you actually grew up in uh, Daly City as well? Yes, I went to Our Lady of Mercy and also went to uh, Garden Village for uh, kindergarten. Wow. And so today we actually got to interview the first Filipina mayor in, in, in Daly City, and that's uh, Jocelyn Monalo, who's actually the current Daly City mayor. And she's the first Filipina mayor in Daly City, and I think that's a wonderful treat. So, Patrick, you actually got to meet her. You actually got to go and speak with her. So what was your feedback meeting Jocelyn? Well, just to give a few things to our listeners, Daly City is the largest city in San Mateo County. Its approximate population is of around 106,000, and that is of 2016. Um, so, And we're also surrounded by the San Francisco Peninsula, too. Uh, Jocelyn was very, very cordial, um, and she was very excited that I wanted to interview her for Podcast by the Bay. I met her in an evening, and it was around 6.30 at night, and it was still pretty dark. Uh, she was willing to meet me in City Hall in the mayor's office. Uh, when I grew up, uh, that that uh, in my um, almost graduating from Our Lady of Mercy, that City Hall was built. It's a gorgeous City Hall, uh, absolutely gorgeous. 
she met me at her office, uh, meeting her at her office. It was kind of like going to the president's office. It was probably the biggest mayor's office I ever did see. She was also fortunate to have one of her assistants there, too, to help her along with the podcast of the Bay, and I think that was her clerk, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, Jocelyn met, met with me and was very cordial about answering the questions that uh, concern Daily City. Uh, also, I brought some questions that I thought f- forward that uh, concern me about Daily City. Um, many of many of the questions that I asked Jocelyn, I'm also asking some of the other mayors in San Mateo County. And again, Daly City was named after John Daly, a businessman. Um, and it's a it's a great little town. Um, originally, it, it it had artichokes, hog farms, and uh, um, just a variety of wildlife down there in the peninsula. And this was probably in the 1930s, 40s, and 50s. Henry Dolger built a lot of the houses out there, which uh, Roger Miller wrote a song called Ticky Tacky Houses. Um, uh, the total of population, again, as I mentioned, in uh, in Daly City is 106,000. They represent quite a few places. They also have Seton Hospital, which they're reorientating the Seton Hospital. I talked to Jocelyn about uh, the Seton Hospital a little bit. I talked about the housing development uh, that they're working on. I talked about the Westlake Shopping Center. Westlake Shopping Center, uh, they're trying to modify it a little bit and bring down some housing a little bit more. Um, Jocelyn was very creative in her thought process, and I'm, I'm excited to have the listeners listen to her. Um, some of the other other uh, people. Let's take a look here. That uh, uh, bas- basically the uh, count the uh, council the uh, council members um, or the city council of Daly City uh, is just as dynamic. They elected Jocelyn to become mayor. Uh, I think this is her first four year term on the on the council. So it is an honor for Daly City. When, and when I grew up in Daly City, the Filipino population was probably half that that it is now. Uh, any questions that you might might have, uh, Andre, that you might um, want to probe me a little bit before the listeners get to listen to Jocelyn? Sure. No, that's all great information. I, I think one of the things is as somebody who actually grew up and went to the Daly City schools myself, uh, actually lived in Daly City for a good period of my life. Uh, actually, and actually was one of the FedEx drivers uh, for Daily City because I, uh, when I worked back in FedEx, so uh, I, I know Daily City very well. It's actually one of my uh, homes, and um, it always will be. And I've always recognized Daily City as a lot of ways. I mean, you have you're right on the ocean there, so you got this nice uh, mixture of fog and sun, and uh, you know a lot of people associate Daily City with the fog. Um, but then also you have just a very diverse population, and I think you have you're right on the edge of San Francisco, so you have a lot of this spillover. Um, I know a lot of the people where I lived actually were going to San Francisco State because it was just such a great uh, location right next to uh, San Francisco State, um, and so it was just the next town over. So you had a, a lot of uh, San Francisco State population. And I think it's just a great place. I've actually always enjoyed Daily City. I, th- I love the diversity. I love the convenience. I love the just really the location and really being on the ocean right there. So um, I want to, you know, I wasn't sure if there was any issues that were pressing as far as like developments or, uh, you know, what 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 was your take as far as any of the pressing issues? I guess that would be my question. Well, the, I think the pressing issues in Daly City are very similar to the other ones surrounding housing, 
transportation, um, and workforce housing. Um, I had an opportunity to discuss with Jocelyn um, the, the different needs that Daly City has. Daly City has a dynamic workforce. Um, their workforce, um, a lot of blue-collar people, and they all need housing. Uh, housing has gone up just as high in Daly City as it has on the peninsula. You're probably talking a medium-priced house in Daly City is somewhere over 800000 to nine fifty. Um, I do sell homes in the peninsula, so I have sold a few homes in Daly City. Um, and uh, Westlake is a highly desirable area. Um, Jocelyn was willing to, uh, to give me a little background about herself. She worked in a lot of nonprofit organization, so she has the heart and compassion to be a good public servant. Um, I think the most important thing uh, that Jocelyn um, shined with me is her enthusiasm and her willingness to look into something um, before answering a question on something she doesn't know. Well, this all sounds great, and we're excited to he um, hear Jocelyn and really meet her and really have the listeners give kind of an exclusive interview with Jocelyn. So with that, without uh, further further. Without further ado, we'll get to the interview right now, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode of Podcast by the Bay. So with that, this is Andre. And this is Patrick. And we'll see you on the next time, and stay tuned afterwards for the thought of the week. All right, stay tuned. Welcome to Podcast by the Bay. It's December uh, 28th, 2017, and I'm honored to have Jocelyn. Uh, is the new mayor of Daly City. And as you know, Daly City is the largest city in San Mateo County. Uh, welcome, Justin. Can you give us a little bit of background information about yourself? Sure. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I grew up here in Daly City. My family moved to Daly City from San Francisco when I was at the age of eight years old. So I'm a proud um, you know, graduate of Woodrow Wilson Elementary right by Daly City BART. And then later on went to Ben Franklin Middle School, right in Westlake, close to Our Lady of Mercy. And then uh, later went to high school at Jefferson High School, um, right there um, on mission. And so I'm, you know, I've grown up here in Daly City. I'm so happy to give back to the city that raised me. Give us a little about family background of yourself. Do you, are our um, children and husband and stuff? Uh, so I don't have any children um, right now. I recently got married, and uh, so I, yeah, I'm a newlywed, and yeah, so we don't have children at the moment. Well, congratulations <laughs> to you. Uh, how long have you been on the city council here in Daly City? I've been on the city council as of uh, last year, last November, November 2016. Wow. <laughs> how was the campaign? Did you enjoy the campaign? Was it a lot of hard work? Uh, you know what? Uh, that was definitely one of the most, uh, I would say, hardest things I've ever done in my life. Campaigning um, was a lot of uh, hard work. Yes, I, you know, you're, you're constantly um, moving. You have a targeted deadline. and But for me, you know, I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed really, um, you know, meeting people on the ground and also, um, you know, just learning about what what you need to do to, you know, um, become a public servant. Well, we so congratulate was, you on oh, that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Can you, you tell us your professional background? What kind of work do you do besides be mayor and city council? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd love to share with you. So, uh, you know, in my early years, I worked in the nonprofit sector uh, about 
14 years. I did uh, work with uh, Filipino World War II veterans. And so I did direct service with them for about 10 years. And then um, for four to five years, I managed an affordable housing program called the Bill Sore Housing Program, helping families and individuals find and sustain their, their housing. So that's a little bit of my background. And then uh, I moved into the private sector. And in the private sector, what I do is I do community engagement for a developer, a national developer, um, really trying to uh, work with community members on the ground and, um, you know, see what we can, uh, how we can build together around community development. Um, I worked on a project in um, San Francisco. Um, where we're able to provide 40% uh, affordable housing and then also, uh, you know, link uh, resources to job development, youth development, and, uh, you know, supporting small businesses, supporting the local elementary school. So really around how do you build partnerships around uh, businesses and community. Well, that's great. I think that brings a lot of skills to, uh, to the mayor's office and city council. Congratulations on that. Um, what were some of your goals uh, as mayor? What are, you, what are you looking to accomplish in, your, uh, in, in being mayor and working with your current council? Yeah, well, I am truly so humbled that I am in this role. And some of my goals uh, this you know down the line is really around... Um, ensuring that we find more access to uh, affordable housing dollars or affordable housing opportunities, whether it is below market rate uh, rental or, you know, recently we joined the HEART program and if it's, you know, finding access for um, individuals or families to get loans to purchase homes, you know, I think it's actually a, we have to look at all the avenues, um, especially during this time where a lot of people are just grasping to find uh, places to live that are affordable. So that's really one of the, the pieces I'm looking at, like where, how can we work um, with our partners at the county level? Um, you know, there's dollars that are coming down from the state level to really ensure that Daily City is um, keeping a price around um, those uh, opportunities so that our residents know about these opportunities uh, and, and then that we garner more, um, you know, BMR opportunities, whether it's rental or ownership in our city. What, what kind of current programs for first-time home buyers does the city of Daly City have available? So actually, I mean, the city of Daly City at this moment does not have a program, uh, but we recently joined the HEART program, and the HEART program uh, does provide, uh, f you know, first-time home buyers opportunity to, you know, have some assistance with loans. And I think we're so excited for that. I mean, we, it j my first meeting, uh, we, we approved it. And so that was just on December 11th. And I think, you know, we're going to, um, for our listeners, for our listeners, could you kind of <laughs> explain the HEART program? I'm familiar with it because I'm, familiar with a couple of people that are on their board of directors so yeah why don't you give the the, the listeners what how does the heart program work well yeah well so um the heart program is basically um if you are a first-time home buyer and you need assistance like for instance um you you do have to there's certain qualifications but you know for instance if you need uh some uh you don't have enough money 
to you know purchase uh, a home you need support as far as your down payment assistance uh, there's a certain amount that it you know they would be able to help you reach that goal so it really depends on um, you know just qualifying but there you know the program provides extra help towards you you know reaching your qualifications for that down payment so I mean if you're you know it's really helping uh, folks that are you know just about unable to like about to they can't reach that that level of putting their down payment but then this is that extra help to do so and so there's a lot of families and individuals maybe there are couples that that are just barely there right that are almost there and so then that's a way that these individuals will be able to actually have their own homes well, that's great. Uh, yeah. There's a new buzzword out there on the housing industry in a couple of the cities. Uh, one of the cities in particular is Foster City. Mm -hmm. um, and they're making the distinction of workforce housing uh, and affordable housing. Um, has those words become interchangeable here in, in Daly City? When they talk about uh, workforce housing, um, currently the city of Foster City is mm -hmm. looking at a project called the Saris Regis Project. Uh -huh. um, and it was zoned for commercial and retail use, there, there are a possibility that they may change that zoning. And one of the proposals is to uh, do workforce housing, which would be for police, fire, fire respond, first responders. Uh -huh. um, they're still at the preliminary stages. Uh, workforce housing is different than first-time housing, first uh, affordable housing mm -hmm. or, for, or below market rent. Do you have any comment or any interest uh, that you bring forward into Daly City with workforce housing? As we all know, on San Mateo County, it's been probably 20 plus years that the police and fire pretty much do not live in their local towns because mm -hmm. of the cost. Well, I think there's definitely, we need to look at our affordable housing issue or housing issue at a uh, more comprehensive level. And we have to, there's affordable housing, uh, which we've been able to provide, if you notice, um, right there uh, across from Lucky's, um, right? So there's new low-income affordable housing there. And so then it's the Sweeney Lane Apartments, right? And so it's right there on kind of uh, what they call the, the Grand Boulevard, um, right by transit. Um, but then, you know, there's also opportunities that we need to look at where we can build workforce housing. And you've mentioned and uh, around our public safety, um, you know, our first-time responders. And I think that we also have to look at that. But we also have to look at our teachers. And, um, and so these are various um, AMI levels. And so if we're talking about workforce housing, we also have to look at, well, okay, so if we, work, we provide workforce housing, we have to look at these, all these different levels, right, of AMIs. And um, it's, it's pretty comprehensive, but there are, uh, you know, conversations around how do we build more workforce housing, especially in retaining, you know, our teachers, because they're moving all the way, like further out. Towards well, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you brought that up, because I think our teachers and our bankers and our are very important to have mm -hmm. in the community. So not only for the police and fire, we need to keep the teachers, the mm -hmm. nurses, mm -hmm. and all the paraprofessionals. 
Um, I was passionate in Daly City um, recently to, uh, there was a property called 1500 Southgate, which is a medical center that was up for sale. Mm-hmm. Um, I did approach um, a few people on the Board of Supervisors um, because I thought that that would be an ideal property for the daily, for the city of Daly City and the county uh, to look at building workforce housing um, mm-hmm. because what has happened with the Seton Hospital situation, um, a lot of the people or the, or the doctors have exited out of that building. Um, so maybe in your, in your, under your, underneath your hat, maybe look into the 1500 Southgate. Um, I, I went as far as talking with the county, and the county said we're not in the position to, to buy, uh, buy the place and put workforce housing. So the big question is, if we do have money, I think we need to maybe, like you're, you were saying, think outside of the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. As you know, 1500 Southgate is a pretty nice piece of property, mm-hmm. really close to, um, it's actually close to Ceremony uh, and not too far from Seton Hospital. So if you could do that, that would be great. That was just my passion because uh-huh. I'd love to see some more housing, workforce housing for teachers too. All right. Um, I, I took note of that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, I mean, and there's also, uh, you know, with the school districts, they're also looking at opportunities to build workforce housing within um, Daly City. So we have the Jefferson Elementary School District looking at it as well as the Jefferson um, Unified High School District. So, I mean, there are definitely um um, opportunities down the line, and we'll see how that unfolds. And I think, you know, representing the city DSC with my colleagues, it's something that we're going to look at down the line. How, what is the population of Daly City currently, approximately? Approximately 107 to 110,000. Well, to our <laughs> listeners, Daly City is the largest city in San Mateo County, and they provide a lot of services that a lot of people are not aware of. Uh, the Seton Hospital, can you tell us a little bit about the Seton Hospital and what's going on there? Well, uh, there's been a, a transition in, in the past couple of years, and I think um, with Seton Hospital, it's just been a, a, an institution that many families and, and seniors and have gone to for over decades. And it's been, you know, a place where people have been getting medical attention and then also uh yeah, and I even remember my grandmother going there years ago when she got cancer treatment. And so we want uh, to see and ensure that the, with the transition with, uh, you know, the new management for CEDEN, that there continues to be, uh, you know, support for community members, ensuring that there's access to health care and they provide the services our community needs. And so there needs to be an ongoing conversation with uh, the new management and new owners so that we can, you know, it's been, it's actually, Seton is the largest employer in the city of Daly City. So. Wow, congratulations. My parents also had, unfortunately, the opportunity to be at Seton, not, not mm. that they didn't do a good Good job. My father, when he had cancer, was treated at Seton Hospital there, too. So I can understand completely what you went through, too. Okay, uh, Daly City is very fortunate, to, uh, as many cities in the county have a lot of redevelopment going on. Mm-hmm. What kind of redevelopment is going on in Daly City that you might share with the uh, citizens of Daly City <laughs> and the citizens of the San Mateo County and to our listeners out there in podcast? Yeah, well, there, there. I mean, I think if uh, you've been shopping at Ceremony. Uh, you, you know, there's a lot of changes at Ceremony. Um, you'll notice a lot of um, stores opening up. We've we had uh, Dave and Buster's move in, and then we've 
also had re very recently the Calo California Fish um, restaurant come and move over. And so there's a lot of retail redevelopment in the ceremony area. But if you're looking at the Jennifer Serra kind of boulevard, right where the theaters, the Century Theaters are, um, you know, we're moving towards having um, a hotel there right by Daly City BART. And so that's um, one of the new, uh, you know, I think for a long time that was already initiated for a hotel, but we're looking at, you know, hopefully the progress of that moving along towards the next couple of years. And so we also see uh, a couple of hotels by ceremony. And for the Daly City residents, we're, you know, we're hoping that, you know, in this November, we're able to bring um, you know, to raise the TOT tax, uh, the transient occupancy tax, so that, you know, that would also help us as a city bring in more revenue. What are you raising that tax from? Uh, well, I think, you know, we're going to look at, you know, comparable, like what's happening in San Mateo, what's happening in San Francisco, and kind of figure out where we're going to land. Okay, so you, you haven't come up with a figure. No, are, not what? a figure, but I think okay. I, th I mean we're we're such a we're in we're so close to San Francisco. We're hop skip away, and when people uh, come from the airport, they have to go through Daly City, right, to head towards San Francisco. And so I think you know it's it's just um, a timely for us to have these like three new hotels and it's going to help us what, uh, cur what currently is your occupancy tax rate right now on uh, occupancy for the hotels it's yeah. around uh i believe it's uh 10 percent i i'll check on that for you okay yeah. well that's great i know I'll, foster I'll, city yeah. has gone through that same yeah. dilemma too so it does bring revenue and we, well, yeah. we congratulate you on the redevelopment happening i know that that is right off of uh hickey boulevard mm -hmm. Uh, with that, and it, uh, has it been approved already, or is it in the just the planning stages for Hickey? Yeah, for the uh, for the hotel near Bart. Oh, near Bart. So actually, it's uh, in its uh, planning stage. Well, that's actually entitled. So that piece of land is already entitled for a hotel uh, years ago, and so now um, we went out for an RF a request for qualifications um, about three to four months ago. And so now we're at this point to, you know, um, in negotiations with one of the hotel developers that uh, we've actually decided to move forward with as a council. So that's where we're at. It's really exciting. I mean, things are moving along, and we'll see where, uh, you know, how, how fast we'll, when, we'll when be able to When do you think they may break ground on that? Well, hopefully, I mean, if things move forward, I hope it we're able to break down and maybe... Uh, or break ground in a hopefully a year and a half or so. You know, there's some rumor on the street and not confirmed, but maybe we can ask you, have you heard anything about um, the redevelopment of the Westlake Shopping Center? Is that uh, going to be doing workforce housing uh, with retail or what's, so what's actually the plan or proposal? Pro their proposal is to actually have um, some market rate housing on there. So okay. it's not necessarily workforce this, you know, but yeah, so that's what's being proposed. Market rate rental housing and then um, retail on the ground floor with 179 rental apartments at market rate. Okay. Um, 
A lot of the surrounding cities in San Mateo County um, have have either a 15% or up to 20% mm-hmm. affordable housing in any new developments. What's Daly City's policy? Well, currently right now um, for um, basically if it's uh, ownership, it's at 20%. So if there was a developer that was going to build homes uh, that are for ownership, our policy is actually they need to build 20% of that uh, for affordable. So, How many new developments are currently going on in Daly City, to your knowledge, and how many affordable housing? Well, how many, you mean market rate? Market housing? rate. Okay, so I don't have the full numbers around how many units we have at market rate and how many we have at below market rate or affordable, but I could definitely get that for you. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you for a moment, uh, uh, because you, you're a visionary in your own, own right, to think outside of the box and um, think a little more regional. Sure. Um, we're in San Mateo County. Mm-hmm. What do you think uh, the surrounding cities uh, collectively could do together to uh, lessen the situation with the housing crisis Mm -hmm. and also uh, work together more effectively on the transportation issue. Yeah, well, I think um, we have, by collaboratively working together around, um, you know, all of the other cities being able to build more affordable housing in each of the cities, that would extremely be helpful around such a huge regional issue. I mean, it's not only Daly City, it's not only San Francisco. You probably see it happen in um, kind of every city that there is this affordable housing crisis. And so if every city were to do their portion around building more affordable housing, um, ensuring that there's on-site inclusionary um, that is rental, I think that's going to be really helpful. Right, the more units that we're able to put outline for families or individuals or seniors, then that's that's going to kind of help everyone else. Um, but around the transit issue, that's also something where we all have to work together. Um, you know, I I sat on the Sam Tran Citizen Advisory Committee. I chaired it for like two years, and it was really important to hear around. Okay, well, what, what are the ridership? What's the ridership seeing? What what do they what do they notice on the ground? What are the lines that are useful? What are the lines that need to be expanded? Right, and so for me, it's always around. Okay, well, we need to f- hear what's what's the concerns on the ground and who uses transit because we could talk about transit and then try to figure out uh, a solution but if we're not speaking to the people that are actually utilizing it or actually doing an analysis around why people aren't using public transportation then we're not gonna find the solve. Well Justin you bring up a really good point we were fortunate in Foster City to have those same players uh, Sam Trams uh, Bart, uh, Clipper Card, and all the people talking about transportation. But one of the glaring things uh, that came to realization uh, when talking with uh, Caltrans, uh, uh, Seamus Murphy, I think he's the runner that runs it, mm-hmm. um, is that we do, do not have a regional transit district. We have an advisory board. So all of them, whether it's Bart or whether it's Sam Trams, 
uh, Caltrain's, they're all fighting for the same state and federal money, which is based on ridership. Mm-hmm. Um, would you be interested in seeing a, uh, a regional transit district that could actually collectively work with surrounding cities in the county to develop a plan? Well, I think if um, if other neighboring cities or count or cities were thinking that this would be something useful, because I, I I I think it's like honestly, if we are if there if we are mimicking or creating something that's already existing, then maybe we should try to enhance what we have. But if there is a collective around my the neighboring counties in San Mateo to build an, something that will be effective so that, that we can um, mobilize and really create uh, you know a transit transit that you know lessens kind of uh, the load on on the roads and people are utilizing it because you know they have access it's it, you know they're able to get to work um, you know efficiently faster or whatnot then why don't we do that but it's but if we're gonna be creating something that there's kind of a system that's already there then why don't we, we enhance it so that's mm-hmm. my feeling on it okay yeah. well I think that's a good answer I think one of the uh, biggest or weaknesses that we have in the transportation on the community is is that they they're not interchangeable so they don't coordinate. The The only thing that we have currently that works mm-hmm. pretty efficiently is the Clippert card, which you can use on your BART, and you can mm-hmm. use it on the Caltrain. So I'm, I'm hopefully we're going to see the minds of other city <laughs> uh, city mayors and city council people that collectively get together. Um, I'm very envious. I mean, I grew up in Daly City. I'm very fortunate to, to have had BART. Um, yes. And, mm-hmm. and Millbrae is very honored to have Bar 2. Mm-hmm. Um, but now the people that live in, in uh, San Mateo and down the peninsula don't have Bar. Do you think Bar should uh, move towards the direction of, of San Jose? Or well, what, I, what, what's, what's, your, what's your hindsight? Do you think we should do something with Bar? Well, I know at, at one time, point in time they were supposed to extend the Bar station all the way down to San Jose. And I don't know where, where that is at this this point in time but I remember um, at one point that was uh, kind of the plan for BART uh, but I think uh, any expansion of having a, you know transit move down and up you know all the way to south I don't I, I don't see why that would not be helpful that's getting people off their cars and really providing more access to public transportation um, so uh, that that's something you know. I don't know where that's at at the moment, but that's something I think that would be useful um, to ease the congestion that we've been seeing. Well, you know, we're going to wrap this up in a little bit, but I okay. really want to talk about your goals and uh, what your vision is for for uh, your personal goals for Daly City, and what what do you see down the road for Daly City in the next ten years. Well, in the next 10 years, I, I really hope to envision a daily city that continues to be diverse with, um, you know, that's the city I was raised in, so beautiful, and that's what I still see it today. And then also um, with a robust kind of more small business community um, that is 
uh, thriving, as well as um, seeing more um, seeing that that we've provided more opportunities at uh, you know for affordable housing, and that um, our small and large businesses are thriving, <laughs> and that. Um, yeah, and that um, you know, Daily City is is not is not only the gateway, but a place where people realize uh, is is a beautiful community filled with uh, you know where families are and filled with diversity, and and not necessarily just a gateway. Well, we congratulate Jesslyn for being the first mayor, uh, Filipino mayor in Daily City. Um, it's an honor to interview you. And I'm pretty sure our podcast listeners out there in Daly City and other surrounding cities are going to be dying to hear your voice. And we look forward to having another podcast by the Bay with you, hopefully a follow-up too. Thank you so much for having me, and I really appreciate it. And um, thank you very much, and Happy New Year! Welcome back. We'd like to thank the current Daly City Mayor, Jessalyn Monalo, for speaking with Patrick and to podcast by the Bay and discussing the goals and vision of the Daly City future. We wish her very well and for much success as Daily City Mayor. Now we're going to finish today's show with a thought of the episode. Alright, so in today's thought of the episode, we're going to talk about something that I've never been able to figure out. Uh, really what the concept or why people have continuously tried to do this. And that's this idea of the compact parking spot. And what that is, is basically when you go into the shopping center, most of us have seen, is there's a parking space that says compact. And it's supposedly supposed to be for small cars, right? Compact cars. The issue is, which all of us know, is that nobody, nobody follows the rules and follows this concept that's supposed to happen, right? Who do you see parked in there? Anybody that can get their car in there. And that means... SUVs, big Suburbans, Cadillacs, anybody who needs a parking space. Do you think they're going to drive all the way down to the end of the parking lot to put their car in there? No. If there's one spot and it says compact, you better believe that's going to be full. So, for the people that came up with this idea, what were they thinking? Did they test us out in some sort of environment? Did they think about this? Did they even do any kind of testing environment to, to really you know see if this was going to work or did they just just implement it and who are the shopping centers that continuously build these parking uh, lot models that include these compact parking spaces why do they keep on doing it it doesn't work it ruins it for other people who can't even, now they can't even get inside their car because the, the, the space was too too small and so now, because I got this big SUV parked next to me in a spot that wasn't even designed for them, I can't get in my car and have to go in through the passenger side. So stop doing it, please. Please. It doesn't make any sense. So also, another thing that we can talk about is the design of the Costco parking lot. Is it me or is the Costco parking lot the most porous designed parking lot uh, design, you know, ever. I mean, there's more people walking in front of your car that could get ran over than any other parking place, right? It's just really poorly designed. 
and I've seen other models that are just much better. I think I was in another, I don't know if it was a, a Walmart or wherever else, but they have lanes on each one. They, they need to fix this, okay? That's just my thought of the day. Please stop using, stop designing these compact parking spaces that nobody uses and causes problems for everyone else. And Costco, please start looking at your parking lot model because it doesn't work. All right, there it is, thought of the day. Have a good one. Peace. Thank you for listening to another podcast by the Bay. Podcast by the Bay is brought to you by Highway Soul Productions. Check us out at highwaysoul.com and in conjunction with Liberty Realty. Liberty Realty, serving the peninsula and surrounding areas since 1986 for all your real estate needs. www.liberty-realty.com Remember to subscribe and download our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast, You can contact Podcast by the Bay by their email at podcastbythebay at gmail.com. All material is property and copyrighted by Podcast by the Bay, but does not necessarily reflect the views of Podcast by the Bay. For sponsorship opportunities, please contact us by email at podcastbythebay at gmail.com. Stay tuned.